Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I have Elisa Freud on the podcast today. She is on a mission to amplify the voice of women as entrepreneurs, consumers, leaders, and as a community. As the founder and CEO of She Speaks, Aliza has built the largest, most diverse community of female consumers and influencers in America with a network reach of more than 300 million people per month and growing. She holds an MBA from Columbia Business School and has been recognized as a top woman in digital by Synopsis Media and PR Week's Innovation and has been featured on ABC News, MSNBC, Good Morning America, and Forbes, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, The Economist, the list goes on. What an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for being here with us, Aliza. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we jump into this topic that I'm really excited to chat about, tell us a little more about who you are and what you do. Uh, Sure. So as you already said, um, I am the founder and CEO of a company called She Speaks. Uh, I started She Speaks back in 2008. And the goal back then is the same. uh, And our mission is the same then as it is now, which is to build a stage for women and hand them the microphone. Uh, I know that sounds uh, probably like it could be confusing to, to in terms of what we do. We are not necessarily in the entertainment business. However, we do a lot of content um, and that is really driven by our community. We have uh, a great community of women and uh, our job is really to uh, help represent what goes on with those women, what they're thinking, their feedback, their um, their insights, as well as their content um, to the public at large. And that's to that that includes the clients we work with. We work with a lot of brands, and their goal is to tap into the power of our community mm-hmm. to create content or to gain awareness for their products or services. Uh, and we pay women to do that. So um, that's one of the other wonderful things that we get to do is um, really uh, make sure that women get paid for, for the work that they do. Hmm. Uh, And, uh, and then it also includes the other women within the community, hearing what um, other, our community members are talking about. And then of course the public at large. Uh, So we have efforts to, we, you know, we do a lot of surveys um, where we ask people about all sorts of things. We just completed a survey of what women want from work. And then we take all that insight, we create reports, and we share that with the media so that hopefully they can share with other people what's going on with women. Awesome. I love it. I love how multifaceted your work is and how you touch so many areas. I feel like very few, everyone is so focused on like niching down these days. And I love that you're like, nope, we're touching women's lives here, 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 here. And we're doing it really well in every area that we do it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, our goal is to uh, to really represent the community of mm-hmm. women and what we've learned over time is how to best do that and how to best serve our community at the same time that we serve the audience that wants to hear what the community has to say. So it's it's definitely evolved in terms of, okay, well, we should start offering this. I mean, we didn't, when we started, we weren't doing what you now call influencer marketing because- right. Back when we started, no one was calling anybody an influencer. <laughs> Maybe they called them like, I think they called people like mom bloggers or bloggers yeah. back then, yeah. but nobody was saying, oh, influencers. And there was no term influencer marketing. But as we started realizing the power of this community of women that we were building, we were reali- we realized that there's other things that they could bring to the table um, that would be valuable to companies. So it kind of evolved as we went along. Awesome. Beautiful. And I imagine on, it sounds like you've been on quite a journey in terms of being a business owner, building this incredible platform and community. Let's, let's just dive right in talking about self-awareness and tell us a little bit about how self-awareness has been important for you on this journey. How has it changed the way you, you know, live and really how you run your business? It's such a great question because uh, here's the way that um, I look at it. Well, I started my career in corporate America. I spent um, the first part of my career working at a very large company. And the thing about very large companies is that they are great for training. You get great training. You learn how to, I, I worked in marketing. So I learned all about marketing from one of the best places to learn marketing. I had really smart colleagues. I learned how to work on teams and all of that, which was great. The thing that you don't get as much of in corporate America, at least my experience, is you don't, it's much more focused. You're focused on what other people perceive to be your your strengths and your weaknesses. So, and, and I say that because as sometimes you think, oh, well, other people have a great perspective on like, they might have a great perspective on what I'm good and, and not good at. That is absolutely valid and true. However, sometimes people give you feedback based on one interaction, right? Or two interactions. So they don't really know you. They And, and it's also their perception of, of whatever happened in that interaction, um, given what, what's going on with them, right? So there's so much that comes into play that I found what corporate America was not good at doing for me, was teaching me how to look inside and figure out, okay, why am I successful at this and not successful at that? Why am I feeling happy today or frustrated or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. It's more about what the external people, like what other people think of you versus what is going on with you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I hope I'm describing that well. You are. I think it's very true. And especially because in corporate America or just any like sort of larger organization, I feel like there tends to be this idea of like herd or pack mentality. Right. And so it's mm. less about like me being me and more about like me taking in what you think of me and making sure that I am being a certain version of what you're looking for. Yes. And it's so funny that you say that because I remember one of my first bosses telling me perception is reality. Mm. That was the, like, you have to understand perception is reality. And I remember thinking that's 
but that's not all, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Just because somebody perceives it to be so doesn't actually mean it's true. Right. So I really struggled with that. That was a big struggle for me. And so when I, when I left, I, um, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur for years, even though I was at this large company and, you know, honestly, I loved working there for a lot of years. It was a great place to be. There were lots of women, so it didn't feel like, you know, I was on my own in terms of, you know, being with amazing women, uh, that, that was all great. The problem for me was that I had this bug and I wanted to be an entrepreneur and this, this, this theme in my head kept kind of coming up, which was like master of my own destiny. Mm. It just kept coming up over and over and over again in my brain. And I thought, okay, I need to figure out what this thing is that I'm going to leave this great job Um, With great security, by the way, because if, you know, if you work in a big company for a long time and there's a lot of incentive to stay, they just, they, there's, there is just a lot of incentive. So to leave something like that, that was very comfortable and I loved the people there, what was that thing? So that took me a little bit of time to figure out what was the business I was going to take that leap to go and do. Mm-hmm. But once I did, um, and I started uh, work and start, I started my business, I figured out that as much as it's great that I got management training and all of the other stuff working at a big company, what it does did not set me up for mm-hmm. was understanding what I was really good at, what I wasn't good at, and importantly, what gate what I what gave me energy and what sapped my energy and I should just find somebody else to do. And that piece came over time uh, because I just had to figure out that self-awareness it was, and it is about self-awareness. It's about (laughs) taking the time and having a process to evaluate and you're on your own too, right? Especially when you're starting a business. When I started my business, it was just me. And I guess I maybe had people that I could bring in from a consulting standpoint, but at the end of the day, you had, like, it got very real, very quickly, (laughs) like the need to understand Mm -hmm. what you're good at, what you're not good at, what are you going to do yourself? What are you going to outsource? What, where should you put your energies? Mm -hmm. What gives you energy? All of those things. Uh, So that took me time. I will, I will say that that was a huge struggle for me early on was uh, coming to terms with the fact that I wasn't good at everything and that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that I think is such, yeah. I I think what you said there at the very end is like one of the most important parts of self-awareness is what am I not good at? Like, cause you're in, like you're saying, you know, when you work for a company also, you're in a specific role, you're there because you're good at that thing. That's what you're hired to do. But all of a sudden as an entrepreneur, I have to be good at bookkeeping. I have to be good at getting clients. I have to be good at marketing. I have to be good at the actual work. And so I think that's one of the most important areas of self-awareness for entrepreneurs is what am I good at? And then what can I delegate? And if I can't delegate having the self-awareness to figure out why am I not delegating this and how can I shift that? Yes, absolutely. It was, and it's a, it's such an important thing too, to understand. The other thing that happens when you become an entrepreneur is 
you 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 almost could do too many things, and that that's I yeah. think that's it's more an issue mm-hmm. with entrepreneurs, especially when you're first starting, of like, well, how do I create some structure here? Because yeah. you could take on all sorts of things, and what I also had to get good at was saying okay, this might seem like a great opportunity, but if I really think about what does it mean? What is it going to mean for me to do it? How, like I have a limited, re, I have limited resources. Is this the best thing for me to do? Or should I be saying no to this? Because I can say yes to something else. So that was another thing. And that's why the, the ability to take a step back and understand yourself yeah. um, and what's going to feed you and what's going to help you get that that momentum that you need mm-hmm. because when you're starting a business and as you're building a business a lot of it is about momentum a lot yeah. like small wins small wins small wins small wins and yes you can have a big win which is great but what you need is to build a foundation yeah. and it, and and that In order to build the foundation, I found that when I started getting more in touch with what was going on with me, why I was making decisions the way I was, it really helped uh, to hone that and focus me. I love that. So tell me a little bit, like, how did you start doing that for listeners that are like, great, I need this self-awareness. What do I do? Tell me maybe what are some of the strategies or things that you use to build that for yourself? Um, so that's a great question. Um, I floundered a lot. I'm going to be honest. Mm. I did not. I, I, and I really want to get, I want to be very honest about this because especially coming from a big company, you never said you weren't good at something. Mm. Or if you said you weren't good at something, you sort of said it in a way that it wasn't that important anyway. Yeah. Right? You never said <laughs> yeah. you weren't good at something important. Yeah. Um, at least Again, at least like it, what back then it was not what was recommended. Yeah. So I also felt that was another thing for me was recognizing that I cared too much about the outcome of, of what I wanted to do to, mm-hmm. to kind of BS about it, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like not be very truthful. not be as truthful as I could be with myself. So what I started to do was um, I just literally started doing evaluations for myself. Like Mm I would sit down and I would say, okay, what did I, what were the things that I did and how did I do on these things? And how did these things make me feel when I did them? Mm. Did I feel energized? Did it sap me of energy? Did it, you know, what were, the, uh, what was the impact of me doing it on my um, emotionally, as well as what was the outcome? Did I, did I, did I do it successfully? So I started with that. And at that point it was very much like career, not career, but job focused as time went on, I broadened the scope of that. Mm. So I started and what that turned into was for me, writing. I would, I would just say to myself, okay, I'm going to sit down today every day and I'm going to write three pages. I learned it from this great book, very famous book uh, called the artist's way. And uh, it's, it's out there and you should, if, if you're someone who's looking for 
how to tap into your creativity. It's, it's a great read, but I basically took the advice of, of the author and, um, I started writing three pages a day. It didn't matter if I wanted to, or if I felt inspired, I would just write and just the discipline Mm -hmm. of doing that every day helped significantly because it, by virtue of writing without we're not, not a business piece, not something for work, not an email, but just writing what's going on in your, in your head, you become much more in touch with who you are and, and, and what's going on. And then you can even look back and I highly recommend this start, like just look back and start to see what trends you see, because you will start to see trends. You will start to see patterns of, of how you think what's going on. And that's also how I became much better at understanding, um, what jazzed me, what got me excited and, um, what really didn't. Um, and, and for me, that was a really important thing. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think, I think we were, in um, the LinkedIn live that you and I just recently did, I think we were talking about like even the idea of um, tapping into that self-awareness with like mindful eating, you know, just like anything that forces you to slow down and just be in your space very mindfully. So like morning pages, I know so many people that do morning pages and they love it. Um, Mm -hmm. Mindful eating. One thing I mentioned on our um, little episode we did for you was a really easy morning practice. So you wake up and you say, um, whatever, like maybe get your coffee or tea, sit down in your journal and you say, how am I feeling today? And you write the top mm-hmm. three things that you're feeling right then. And you grab your feelings wheel, um, which literally Google feelings wheel, you'll find it. It's super helpful. Um, so you grab your feelings wheel, write down your three things. And then from there, if you aren't feeling the way you want to feel, you can then take it to, well, how do I want to feel? What feelings do I want to shift into? And that really, really, I mean, it literally takes five minutes, two minutes. That really short practice starts cultivating a little bit of that self-awareness, even though it's not directly connected to your business, it's going to help you cultivate it generally, which of course, as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we are our business. So um, I I like those little, just that kind of general idea. I love that idea. And I actually just jotted it down so I can get, Perfect. I can go look, at look up the feelings well that you just talked about, because I do think also uh, the other thing that you touched on that I also want to mention, um, because I, I think this was critical for me, um, was the building of the habit that build that you, you mentioned the habit, right? That for me was critical because, um, and I'm reading right now a great book called Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. I don't know if uh, if you've heard of it, Love but it. I, uh, oh, do, okay, great. So, yeah. w- but basically his thesis um, is that if you don't go, don't swing for the, for the, what what's the term fences. when you swing for the rafters? <laughs> yeah. Swing for the fences. Thank you. Yeah. That's, I always mess up. <laughs> All of those, all of those expressions, especially the especially the sports expressions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the fences, I, I mean, I get it. That's sometimes what you're what 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 people need to do. But when it comes to building habits, what it's so important to 
do you could do something small and even a small change, like an incremental Mm -hmm. small change. If you compound that over time, it's a really big change. And you can then look back and go, Oh my gosh, like, look at this big change. Look where I am now three months later versus where I was when I started. Um, and I'll tell you, I, I, it changed a lot for me because, you know, you, you get this thing into your, you get, especially as you get older, you, you start to get set ideas in your head. You get a very set mindset of this is who I am. I'm this, but I'm not this. And like for, I'll give you an example. I, um, have never, never been someone who exercised like consistently on a routine basis. Like I would in any kind of organized fashion. Um, and I got to a point where I thought, especially and during COVID so recently where I thought, well, I'm not traveling the way I used to anymore. So I'm not getting all of that movement. Mm -hmm. I need to do something. But then my brain, my set mindset would say, well, you are someone who doesn't exercise. Like you've never been able to exercise. And that's where this kind of this idea of the atomic habits that I just mentioned came into play. I started with something small that I could do every day. And what they say is, I think you need 30 days to develop a habit. Mm-hmm. You do, you start doing that every day. And then, you know, here I am now, like a year and a half later. And, you know, I exercise consistently every week. And it's, if you had told me two years ago that I would be somebody who exercised cons- consistently <laughs> every week, I would have said, no, that's not, I'm not, that's not who I am. Yeah. And, and so it's really opened up my mind to the idea that we can retrain our brains. Mm -hmm. And I'm very like, this is an area now that I'm like spending, I've been having guests on my podcast to talk about this rewiring the brain It is a thing. It Mm -hmm. is absolutely a thing that we can't rewire our brain and what we feed our brains Mm -hmm. is a very big part of, you know, what we become and, and what you tell yourself is your, that is your story becomes your story. And I am so not somebody who would have believed that mm-hmm. a few years ago. So I'm just giving that as an example that, um, I do think that this idea of building, ha- building habits, you can change yourself. You can change the way you think about yourself. And, uh, it, to me, it's been so empowering to, to learn that. That's awesome. And tell me, um, Tell me a little bit about how you saw your business change. So as a result of this self-awareness that you started to develop, what changed in your business? So, okay. So as part of my doing the writing um, every day that I was doing, I I figured out that I, especially during COVID, that there were things and, you know, nothing like a pandemic to make you realize Mm -hmm that there's something you've always wanted to do that you haven't done. Right. And so (laughs) I realized that I, um, I'm a person who's like, I love learning. It's one of the things that, um, I've always loved doing and it gets me really energized when I learn something. And, uh, with the pandemic, because we were all sort of stuck in one spot, I felt very, I felt stuck. I felt like, well, and, and I didn't understand all the reasons why until I started writing and thinking about the fact that 
because I learned from being out in the world and interacting with people, especially mm-hmm. if you're somebody who gets your energy from interacting with other people, if you don't have that, it, it almost feels like you've shut off a faucet. Right. Of and, and and for me, that faucet helped um, stimulate creativity. It helped stimulate innovation, all of those things. So when we were all stuck here in, you know, in the in lockdowns, uh, I started a podcast and I just because I thought, well, I can't go see these people now because I can't travel anywhere but I can talk to them and I can learn from them. So it tur- it just became this thing that um, we started doing. I said, let's give it a whirl. And my team was very much behind it. And it's now become a very big part of what we bring to our community, the value we bring to our community, because A, we get to feature our community members. It's only our, our, our show is only focused on women. So our, um, the interviews we do and the com- the conversations we have are with women and, uh, each, um, you know, each episode we get to hear from another person and we get to feature our community members, but then also we get to give back to the other, com- the rest of the community, these great stories that they can learn from. So it's really, um, help expand the way that I think about our business, the way that our community thinks about us and the way that our team thinks about what we do. Um, And it's not something that I ever would have thought we would do, but um, it's been a huge uh, game changer for us. We've had business opportunities from, I mean, I, in a million years, I never thought that we would get I thought it would just be something we pumped energy into, right. um, but didn't necessarily get any like monetary value, mm-hmm. but shockingly there's been monetary value. And and you would never have thought that. I never would have thought that when we started. And so um, it's been definitely uh, something that I think has helped um, has helped us and has helped evolve our business and, and, and led to some amazing things. Yeah, I think that's the cool part about developing a greater self-awareness is you start to pick up on these things that not only are going to potentially provide revenue, but that you feel really connected to that really align with what you want to do when we are working from, like you were saying at the beginning of the show, like someone else's perspective of us, we're sort of making decisions based on their opinions, right? On what they would want or what they what they think we should do versus knowing I, I like doing this. I don't like doing that. And so I'm going to move toward in this direction. And, and that feels really good for me. Like that's sort of what I'm, how I've been with the podcast. I also started this podcast in the pandemic. Oh Um, wow! Yep. Yep. April, this April, it'll be two years, which is, um, awesome. You were early on. You did this good for you. Yes. Yeah. Launched at the very start of the pandemic, actually April 15th. Um, But now this year I'm realizing like, this is, I love this platform. I love having these conversations. I love what it can afford me, the connections that I make and what I bring to the world. And so I'm starting to put more energy and um, focus on this to turn it into a revenue stream, to make it so much more than what it already is. And I only know to do that because of my own self-awareness of what feels good and the fact that I like to lead and I like to bring content to the world. And so I think, However you cultivate it, the morning pages, the mindful eating, meditation, movement, you know, there's so many ways to cultivate self-awareness. It's 
it's then I think the important piece, how do you then use that self-awareness to build your business or to find other sources of revenue or to create something that's fulfilling for you? Yeah. Yeah. One other thing that um, it occurs to me that I think would be um, uh, an important thing for people to think about is when you think about what these, uh, these, these questions, like what am I good at? What motivates me? I think another exercise that's really worthwhile is to think about your values. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was also a really important part of the process. I didn't mention it, but it, I I don't want to be remiss in not mentioning that because a lot clicks when you say, when you take a step back and you say, okay, well, what are my values? Because when you do work and you spend your time doing things that are consistent with your values, you will feel better. You will feel more positive. You will feel you and, but you have to, first take that step of understanding what are my values. Um, And that's why all of it goes back to self-awareness for me, but there are things along the way that I think were very helpful, like taking the time to do that exercise. What are my values? And, and how does that is what I spend most of my time doing is the way I'm living my life consistent with those values. Right. Exactly. And I, I think that does feed into that self-awareness because now it's like exactly the question you just asked. Am I doing, am I living, am I being in alignment with these things that I say are my values? You know, and then if not, what do I need to do to change that? Uh, I love, I love that idea. It's so important to get clear on that. And that's something that you can come back to, you know, at the start of every year, like, what are my values? Am I in line with them? Have they shifted? Have they evolved? And what does that mean for me and my business? Yes. I love that. And I have to say one thing because I did just kind of have this realization myself. I've never been somebody who at the beginning, like the new year, like does a resolution and can keep a resolution. That's just not. But what I figured out that on my birthday every year, which is also a start of a year, right? Uh, it's of course. my start of the year yeah. uh, when I was born. Yeah. I am so much better at it. So mm-hmm. I want to give the people, because I've heard, I, I was so hard on myself for so long that I could never stick to a New Year's resolution. But it, I guess it wasn't meaningful enough for me yeah. of like, oh, it's a new year. But my birthday was, I have learned that that is the time for me to sit down and say, okay, what do I want to accomplish in this next year of my life? I love something just that that works better for me. So I'm mentioning it in case that's useful to someone else. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I love that idea. That's a great time to reflect, make goals, focus on what you're going to do for your next year, you know, on this planet. I love that. Um, well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all this knowledge today. Before we wrap things up, I want to know if, you know, if there's one gem for listeners to take away from this, if they take nothing else, what would that be? That is a great question. (laughs) Um, I think the, the thing that I have learned is, and, and it has been really important for me is the uh, recognition that life and your business, all of it is not a sprint. It's Mm -hmm. a marathon Mm -hmm. and you have to think, I mean, because we're talking to entrepreneurs, I'll put it in that context. Um, Your business, if you want to 
run a business, build a business that is sustainable and grows over time. I mean, what is the the, the terrible statistic? They say nine out of 10 small businesses fail. Um, I don't remember what, over what period of time that is, but it's not a great survival rate for small yeah. businesses. So uh, one of the things that I think I learned uh, that was really helpful for me was recognizing that as much as I might be somebody who likes the sprint, I'm really good mm-hmm. at like, okay, I you give me a deadline of like two days from now to get something done and I am money. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> to get it done in two days, yes. but give me three weeks to get it done. And, you know, I may not be as focused. So yeah. I think the thing that I have learned is that if you think about your business um, as everything is like a small, like that, that goes back to the atomic habit idea that small things really add up and they compound to build this infrastructure over time. That is a sustainable business, Mm -hmm. but that's a marathon mindset. It is not a sprinting mindset. So I just want to mention that that was a really important realization for me, especially, I I mean, I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of entrepreneurs have a sprinting mindset. We're like, let's just get it. Like, we got to get it done. We got like, once we get there, we're, we'll have won or whatever. It's not, that's not how it works. You're going to win. And then the next day you're going to lose, but then you're going to win again. And then you're going to lose again. And it's, but it's about how do I build something over time that, once you look back on it, you go, wow, I've been like, look what I've done over time. So um, I would, I would say um, that adopting a marathon mindset is really important, um, you know, especially for entrepreneurs. Amazing. I love that advice. So true. And shifting gears now, tell us what are you getting intentional about right now? Uh, Well, I am starting to uh, realize that all of these amazing stories I've been hearing from the women who um, are on my podcast, or um, I have the Powerhouse Women um, show that I do as well. um, And I've interviewed a a lot of people and between those, and I'm starting to see a lot of consistency um, uh, in terms of patterns of what people talk about and themes of what people talk about. So uh, my, my intention um, this over the next several months is to start really digesting that and seeing what I can do with it, what we can Mm -hmm. do with it, because there's so much Women, the women I've talked to, including you, have given such amazing advice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we don't do something something with it, then we are being remiss. So um, I'm trying to get intentional about gathering all of that, really thinking about what I'm hearing, what I've been hearing, and doing something with it so that um, other women can benefit from it. I smell a book. That's what that sounds like. I know, but you know, and this is one of those things. Going back to what I said before, I've never thought of myself as somebody who's going to write a book. So um, I, but you know, I'm going to do something with this because as it feels like it needs people need to hear what amazing women like you are saying. There's yeah. there's great insight there, and I think we as women we learn so much from one another. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I just want people to learn these amazing things that I've been learning from, from amazing women. So, yeah. Beautiful. And where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? Uh, they can connect with me on, um, I'm on social. I'm, um, at Elisa Freud on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I don't know if anybody uses LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm on, I'm Elisa Freud on LinkedIn. And of course, please, if you, um, have any interest in joining our community, it's free to join anybody over the age of 18, um, can, uh, can join and it is she speaks.com. So please feel free to join us. Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you everyone for being here. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.